All right, all right. Welcome back, y'all. It's your Queen Nana. It's your King Mary. It's your King BG. Welcome back to One Queen and Two Kings. What's going on? How y'all doing this week? Feeling good. Good. I feel a whole lot better. <laughs> Do tell. I, I, had to clean, I had to clean some of them soul ties. Get rid of some of them demonic spirits that was rumbling in my stomach. I pooed it in. I knew what time it was. Oh, wow. Bubble guts. Bubble yeah, Peanut good. butter buns. Damn, All right. Okay. Man. Go ahead and finish that water off. Yeah, get your electrolytes back, man. Get yourself you back were in together. there for about. Well, I could use about two, three Gatorades right now. <laughs> <laughs> to replenish all that was lost. Yeah, yeah it happens. That's yeah. what's up. Well, I'm glad you're. I want to hear about my. We, I'm I sure TMI stomach right now. TMI, yeah. but okay. thank you for your transparency. You're welcome. We appreciate it. Don't eat pork. You oh. don't eat pork, or no? I say for everybody, don't eat pork. Oh, and then go do a podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. Is that what done it? Good advice. Good advice. I know either that or them beans. I think it was the beans. It probably was beans, yeah. I hadn't had lima beans in a while, too. Yeah, you was asking for it. Real country boy shit. Country boy shit. You was asking for it. Yeah. Chitlins, we having chitlins next week. Mm. Ooh. I don't cook chitlins. I don't even pass on that one. Because you going to cook them. You going to cook them and bring them? Yeah, I clean them. I cook them. I don't know. Clean is the worst part. I don't know how to clean chitlins. Yeah, you got to clean them good, too. Mama know how to clean chitlins? She probably does. Yeah, she probably does. I'm sure we've eaten the insides of an Something. animal before. I just, it's been so long. I mean, what do they call, like, the inside of, like, a goat? Like, the intestines of a goat. Is that a name? I don't know. I don't know. How I'd have you, to ask. How do you say goat? A ponche. A ponche? A ponche. Mm-hmm. A ponche. Okay. That's what we should do. We should give a a, a word. You should give a word. A word, a tree word, yeah. A tree word. So the word, the tree word of the day is aponche, which means goat. My daddy used to call me goat all the time when he was mad at me. My daddy used to call me a goat-smelling bastard. (laughs) 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 Aponche-smelling bastard. Aponche-smelling bastard. (laughs) So what um, nationality is your dad? You you hit us with a Jamaican accent just now. Nah, niggas from here. You here? Straight from Lexington. Okay. Okay. He went straight to Africa with that. I thought thought my daddy was the only one that would call us a goat. Nah. He'd be like, you goats or giant. (laughs) Sheep, huh? Is like a goat a bad thing? Well, you know, a goat smells and right. it's it wanders around and eats grass and bangs his head <laughs> right. on stuff. Okay. So, so basically you a you're dumb, you're a dumb. dumb. <laughs> yeah, your dad is mean as hell. <laughs> My daddy was a character. Dummy. He was a character, but I love him all the same. Right. All the same. It yeah, was part daddy. of growing Big up. Big My my daddy was he was yeah. He was he was a, a general. So hmm. Yeah, man. So was that like the military home type mm-hmm. stuff where you had to make your bed? bed make your bed. We had a, a cleaning schedule. Um, and every Saturday, someone somebody was responsible for cleaning something. So we had a rotational cleaning schedule. And it was four of us. So every month, every week, you know, it rotated. Oh. You had to make your bed. We had a bedtime, solid bedtime at 9 p.m. You had to be in the bed, like, asleep. Um, we oh, had, for real? oh yeah, we had seven to 8 PM. My dad had, um, we had reading time like prison. <laughs> no, he was, my dad was like structured cause he was, he grew up in the military. So he's very structured, mm. you know, even up until this day, everything is structured. 
Mm. He he sets his timer on his coffee maker. Never it late goes up. Nope. My dad hates being late. Me too. Hates being late. On time is is if Part. he's on time, yeah, he's probably late. He likes to be early and he likes to leave before it's over. My father does not like tardiness at all. Mm. Irks him. He's very structured. He his coffee is done every morning at the same time. He goes for a walk every evening at the same time. He is very structured, and that's how he he grew. He raised us up to be that way. My mom is like that way too, but it, it's because he says when you have a when you can control the things that you can't control, it makes life easier. It does. It makes life so, so much totally easier. Agree. So so now as an adult, because you had to follow those practices mm-hmm. as a child, do you still follow like that strictness? Oh, absolutely. Regimen. Absolutely. My house is clean. I mean, I have to have a clean environment. Are you on time places. That's what I want to. I'm do. on time places. I try, but that's one You've thing. Been here too I've long. been here too long. So mm-hmm. I, for me, I always give myself thirty minutes to get places. <laughs> I'm sure. like, oh, that's not enough time. Not it's not enough time, right? But I have to that's get into the habit. But I hate going places and waiting for people. I hate True that. I hate waiting for people. It's so I annoying. Am, I am that person. Yeah. Too. So I'm always on time and I got to end up waiting. Waiting, right? I'll be there in 30 minutes. Well, I could have been late had mm-hmm. you just told me. So, yeah, I grew up in a very structured environment. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. Word, so, word of the day again? Word, yeah. Where's, word What's of the day? Word of the day? Aponche. 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 Yes. For all so you goats, goats out there. Goats. A-P-O-R-O is a C backwards in the tree. Um, alphabet. So okay. A P O, which is a C backwards, N K Y E, Aponche. Okay. Uh huh. Aponche. Right. Now, Aponche. some other Ghanaians listen to this podcast and they put a review and say you spelled it wrong. I will take my L. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's been here for a while. We got to give her I've been here 30 leader. years. It's amazing. So we, we, you know, yeah. she does talking the shits with, you know, yeah. Il Nana. Mm-hmm. Then we're giving her a word. We're putting a lot of. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of responsibility, man. I'm a queen. Thank you. Queens are built for. Thank you. Yes. We are. We are. I'm built for this. I'm a queen. Very strong, powerful queen. Yeah. What do y'all think about that? Like, can women be just as strong as men? Oh. Leaders. Can women be leaders? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So would y'all be opposed to a woman president? I wouldn't. No, not at all. Uh, to me, I think it's the, as long as you pick the right candidate, it doesn't matter if it's a woman or it's a man. It's never a right but candidate. But it's never a right candidate. <laughs> but it's not. On either side, wanna, nowhere in you America. You want to pick the one who you closely relate to and who you... Uh, and now they all lie, so I want to say who... But who politics is politics. Yeah, politics is politics. Yeah. But I would say women... So I will, the less I, are the two evils. I the less are the two evils. So I will say this. There are pros and cons on either side. In my culture, Yasantua, I don't know if you all have heard of Yasantua. She was a queen back in the day who led a revolution against the the slave traders who were coming to get the men in the village. So wow. yeah, Yasantua. Mm-hmm. So is it like a book? I can. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you go on the internet, you look for Yasantua. You learn you you'll learn all about her. She was a queen, and um, when the 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 slave masters were coming to get the men, and the men were scared, she led the revolution. She said, "If you all won't fight, I'm going to take these women, and we're going to fight to keep our." Wow. So she 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 so she had an army of women. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and she led a revolution. Definitely doing my research. So let's let's do this. Mm-hmm. Can if Miri and I had to have Ashanti, what is, is it? Ashanti, my tribe. Yeah, Ashanti. Yes, Ashanti. Mm-hmm. Ashanti. 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 So mm-hmm. we had to have names. Murder. <laughs> Murder. <laughs> so if we had, what would be our 
Ghanaian names. So what in my tribe, mm-hmm. right, Ashanti tribe, in my language, my dialect is tree, T-W-I. Okay. You are named by the date of the week you were born on. So I'm a female born on Wednesday, so my name is Equia. Okay. Yes. And Say, you know, I don't even know the day I was born on. Hold you, on, you internet. Internet. Can you? What was what what do you, do you mind sharing your birth? September twenty eighth. What year? Eighty four. <laughs> Lies you tell. I need to be able to <laughs> Um, September 28th It was a Saturday Was it? Okay Make sure Yeah, Saturday So you would be Never thought about doing it I'm a goat Apaku Aponche Aponche Don't call yourself a goat He just threw me off He said I'm a goat You're not (laughs) (laughs) You are not what your father said You are, Mary Gotta get past those generational things So what would my name be? Um Saturday, Ama and is a Kwame. A Kwame. 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 K W A M E. So he'd be male born on Saturday. Male born on Saturday. Kwame. Which mm-hmm. what day was you born, Brian? Shit. Look it up. March 28th. March 28th? Mm-hmm. I think I was born on a Tuesday. Tuesday. Going up on Tuesday. I say it's a Tuesday. Going up on Tuesday. So Tuesday, you're Kwabana. Kwabana. Kwame and Kwabana. Kwame. And Aquia. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, Kwame. Those are not Ghanaian names, people. Yes. So we're officially, are we officially Ghanaians? No, no. You got to go on. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do an ancestry DNA. There's a whole lot more <laughs> that you got to do. We got to go do a ritual or something like that. Uh, from Sierra Leone, so. So, oh, oh I've heard. That's my dad said. Nice. I'm going to go off on what he said. I'm going to believe him. Hey, nigga, lying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he Mr. Gray, <laughs> I'm not I'm, part I'm sorry, of this, Mr. Gray. Mr. Gray. <laughs> yeah. I am not part I'm, of this. I'm sorry, Mr. Yeah, Gray. You're yeah, not yeah, lying. Yeah, here making up, uh, making up <laughs> right. our generational you know you uh, past. You know you're from Sierra Leone, right? Yeah. Straight up. But that's dope, though. I think it's really dope for African Americans to be able to trace their ancestry. Do y'all believe that? I think so, yeah. You don't As believe Africans, it? That's accurate? Do y'all believe that is important. Like, the, that it's important, or do we believe for, in for African Americans or blacks or whatever we call them, their nationality we call here in America? Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I absolutely think it is very important in I for you for you to move forward to understand where yeah, you came from yeah. because there's so much power in that. Yeah, I think it's important to know where you came from, but I think it's more important to learn absolutely about where you came from. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying? Like I can know I came from so and so, but yeah. if I don't know what was the culture, the culture, traditions, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, languages. I bet the shit would change if people found out like I, where they I came from. I always say and this: then the culture. They you know. said, in order for you to move forward, you need to know about your past. Sometimes you need to know where you come from. And black people in general were so powerful. We're we still are. We're yeah. so powerful. We're just in a world. We just need to. You need to understand how how powerful you are. And in order to do that, that power. you need to know your history, right? So, and when I tell people about Yasan, to why they're very shocked, I'm like, yeah. In my tribe, in the Ashanti tribe, women are very strong. We're very powerful. Women are. We're, so you tough. It's gonna be tough for you to find a man. I mean, whoever I mean, ends up with me is gonna have to understand. I'm tough, but I also I'm firm but fair, right? I know my position. Is that Western. No, but I'm I'm very tough in the sense yeah. that I don't Atlanta. <laughs> it, it is at ATL. I've been yeah. here longer than I was I lived in Ghana. But right. you know, I um any man who meets me is gonna have to understand I have a very tough outer, 
but a tough spirit. You have to learn how to deal with me. I'm not mushy inside. I am very mushy inside. Mashed potatoes, sucker, <laughs> sucker goat. Nash, <laughs> I'll punch you. I'll punch you. I'll punch you. So at I'll work, I did learn how to say white people in, Niger- in Nigeria. Why do we always want to know cuss words and it's shit? No, it's not cuss, cuss words. Word it's a boy, a boy, a boy, a boy, a Nigerian um, girl that works for me at work. She listen, girl, young lady. So when she said it one day, in Nigeria, and her tribe, where she come from, they say Oyibo. Like when they tell the white people, the Oyibo people. Uh, so <laughs> do they learn tree too? In no, 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 no. Uh, they have so many so different it, dialects. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. Is it dialect based on what tribe. region or just mm-hmm. tribe? Tribe, region. Yeah, it's regional okay. and then tribes. So each region will have different tribes. But the tribes are not just indigenous to certain regions because people travel. So okay. you have a mixture. You have a mixture. Like in, in Ghana, in Accra, you can have your Ashantis mixed with your Afantis, mix, mixed with your Gaz, mixed with your Hausa people. So, huh. yeah. But if you go up north, then you have your people who are um, the northern. They speak a completely different language. Yeah. So it's very, yeah, we have many different dialects. Okay. Let me ask you this. What is, in your eyes, mm-hmm. the safest place for tours to go in Africa? I'm going to say Ghana, Avi. <laughs> and I'm going to say Ghana but because, so A, vast. that's where I'm so vast. Where shall we go? Um, I will say Ghana because that's, of course, my beloved country of birth. But Ghanaians are, in general, very nice, welcome, and warm people, right? Crime is everywhere. You can right. find crime and, and violence everywhere, but it's very few and far between. We don't have any tribal wars. I We mix in. We... As a Christian, growing up as a Christian, we observed Muslim holidays. Like you'd be driving in the city and you hear the the Muslim prayer mm. of call, the call of prayer from the mosque. You know, we respect each other's differences <laughs> in our, you know, religions and our, our tribes. My mom speaks like four different dialects in Ghana. Wow. Yeah. Because she, when you grow up, you are so like, we live Close in a crop to other tribes. Mm-hmm. So my mom speaks Ghan. She speaks Fanti. She speaks Ewa. She speaks Tree, English, you know. Um, so Tree. Chi, chi, chi. People have such a hard time saying that. Chi, chi, chi. New Orleans people. Chi. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. So, hmm, absolutely. Uh, we got an international lesson today. Yes, yeah. y'all did. But everybody that needs to know your culture and know where you came from, so we would be very accepting in Ghana because I saw they have what was it this year? Year of return. Year of return. Yeah, I saw that. So year of return basically um, marks the four hundredth year. When the first slave ships left the shores of Ghana, wow! To go, yeah, to bring the slaves to whether the Americas so or the Caribbean, yeah. This year they wanted everybody to return back. Yeah, home. year of return. They're welcoming hmm. Black Americans. So how long will they go on? Just this year? This year, but onward, right? So this yeah, year yeah. was the beginning. It was the mark of the four hundred years, and um, welcoming Black Americans to come home and learn where they came from. Let's get back home. Yeah, mm-hmm. we learned where we came from, and people knew. Bunch of niggas walk around here with kente cloth on, <laughs> <laughs> trying to match them to their Jordans. <laughs> then they get that uh now, red, that red and white kente cloth for these new Jordans. Now what would right. happen though is Jordan will change. You think he put like some kente cloth for on sure. the Jordan? I'm, they do it every black Please month. Yeah. do not put kente cloth on Jordans. <laughs> My they accent had to change. They better not because kente cloth is so it's regal. Sacred. Look it up. It's so regal. I'm gonna say the cloth, but look up the uh Jordan. I think it was the eights. The Black History Month. Oh, I'm not familiar. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They, they sure did, did put like a kent. I mean, I don't know what it is, but sort like of pattern on yeah. a pattern, pattern on it. Yeah. yeah so yeah, so it's good that you brought that up because kente cloth and, and it's so regal. Kente is usually worn. 
it's, it's saved for kings and queens, and it's worn during mm. ceremonies. Because kente is woven by hand. And it's very heavy. It's very expensive. It's a sign of wealth. So different kente cloths can have different designs, but at the end of the day, it's woven and strictly for that king. Or yes, king. yes, okay. right. So, um, do you know how to do them? Oh no, 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 no. Uh, it's, what is you the learn how criteria? to do? It. They use this this apparatus. I don't even know what it's called. I saw somebody doing it the last time I went to Ghana. It was it blew my mind. They said there were their feet and they moved these different, you know, um, colored yarn uh-huh, and uh-huh. they create this. Oh, it's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Wow. Yeah, so I always get kind of offended when people when people like use kente cloth for things like I think tw- about 15 years ago McDonald's in celebration of in honor of Black History Month was using kente cloth the pattern on their cups and I was like uh-uh, right. don't right. don't diminish, don't dumb down the you know what we do the regality exactly. of that's the word yeah. of the kente cloth because that's it's a, it's for royalty. So for McDonald's to attract you to come in and get McDonald's, they put some kente cloth on the cup so they can they poison you, time, so they can man. poison you with that damn food. <laughs> they do it all oh all yeah, the McDonald's is the worst. I'm yeah, sorry, shit on McDonald's. Ugh, literally. So yeah, unless they want to sponsor us. <laughs> and that's the case I recant my <laughs> Our money and good money <laughs> This is true Thank you for reminding us Of that yes. King Thank Mary. you Coke And yeah. Uber yeah. <laughs> Supporting Trump Apple <laughs> Y'all are trying to Start something So let's get into the uh, Kicking the shits today well, nah, Absolutely nah. Alright nah, nah, What you got for us <laughs> Kwame I can't remember your name So Aquia Aquia Yes Aquia it's okay. Um, so kicking the shits. Uh, just something I, I saw online and I thought I'd ask and get you all's opinions or your take on it. Okay. So if you were to win the lottery today, right? Mm-hmm. And it says you have options. You either get $4,000 a week for the rest of your life or you get paid out the $2 million. Hmm. Which would you take? $2 million, Just $2 million? Just $2 million. That's it? Yeah. Shit, that's the pick five. <laughs> The lottery, shit, they, when it goes okay. down to the regular lottery, it's like $40 million, right? Yeah, I but I mean, $2 million is it. probably one of the, I don't either. It's probably yeah. one of the little scratch-off wins, you know. Uh, was it? Okay. $2 million scratch-off? Georgia, Georgia P, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. So, well, yeah. my take on that would be $2 million, no, because after they tax it, mm-hmm. it's going to be terrible. Gonna Even be though like, they're going to tax the $4,000. It's going to be like $800,000 once right. they tax it. No, nah, once they tax it, probably about... What's the tax button? Well, state and state yeah. and yeah, the federal thirty percent. Yeah, so it'd be about one two. Like nine percent. Yeah, mm. about one two. Yeah, I know that shit. You see how <laughs> businessman? So, baby. Uh, so I definitely wouldn't take that. And even though they're going to tax the four thousand dollars a month too, a week, yeah, a week. Yeah, oh. so that's sixteen thousand untaxed a month. No, it's going to be taxed. No, I'm saying untaxed. I'm just thinking about the bigger picture. So four thousand a week. Sixteen thousand a month. You take out the taxes, right? No, it's gonna be taxed at the end of the year. That's no, gonna be taxed every week. Every yeah. week. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be taxed every week. Oh, every like week. A paycheck. Mm-hmm. That's that bullshit. <laughs> so four thousand. I don't know what America. the numbers would be. Mm. Probably about what? Twenty nine, three. Yeah. Thirty two. Depending maybe. on what state. Yeah. You live in. Thirty two. I I can live off that. Oh hell yeah, I can live off of that because that's money that's coming in. Twelve thousand, yeah, twelve thousand a month. Yeah, for sure. Are you doing the math, professor? Of course I am. (laughs) Yeah, I think I'd rather take the four thousand a week. Depending on also your health and where you're at in life. Are you old? Are you about eighty? This is true. You have bad health. You got cancer. This is true. Because you can't give it to nobody. This is true. Yeah, it'd be about twenty five hundred dollars a week. 
after taxes. That's because if, if the government, if the IRS taxes, it's gonna be at least about twenty percent. So, so that's still about, about six thousand yeah. a month. You can live off of that comfortably. Easy. Easy. Yeah. For well, doing nothing. For well, doing nothing. Yeah. For doing well, nothing. Four? No, twenty five. You make twenty five hundred a week after taxes. Time what? Times four weeks. Six. Yeah. You're a little bit over six. A little bit over six, but I'm thinking it's gonna be about ten thousand dollars a month. A month. Yeah, yeah you're 25? right. You're right. Well, I don't know why I'm thinking bi-weekly. I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, ten thousand dollars a month is a lot of money. Hell yeah. After taxes. Yeah, that's a good bit of money. Hopefully. Um. Yeah. 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 For I doing can, nothing, I think. I can live in a nice well, home. yeah, I think so. If you think about, well, because me, I thought about taking the two million because I was like, yeah, you know what? I may not even live to get money every week for the rest of my life. But two million is not a lot, though. Yeah, it's not after you tax it. Now you're so, talking yeah. about four four hundred million, or I'm taking that shit. Oh hell yeah, off time. Oh yeah, off no time. question. Tax asked. it and leave me alone. And then you yeah. can take that twenty five percent off in Georgia to keep me anonymous. Georgia, if you want to be anonymous in Georgia. Anonymous. Oh, no, I don't want anybody I, I to know. I leave Georgia. I'm, what would be the first thing you do if you hit the big, big line? You know what? Get I an accountant. Would, the very first thing you yeah, do. Get an accountant and a lawyer. Attorney. A, an I mean, attorney. Really, you can't even trust an accountant or a lawyer. Huh. That would be the first thing But I do. need someone to show me, to help me read all the fine print, right? And then you to- hire an attorney. Yeah, an attorney. Yeah. But then I also need someone, like my sister- is a financial accountant. She's a stockbroker, a licensed stockbroker. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would need for her to show me where to... She's really good with money. How to stack. For she, real. Oh, yeah. She's good. S- sound like she's stingy. She No. Uh, she <laughs> she's very generous, but she yeah. knows when money. When to spend and when not to she spend. Been able to, she would have been able to like calculate the money we were just talking about. Huh, how much that? She'd be like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, damn. Huh. She's really good with numbers. But yeah, yeah. I would be like, yo, I need your help. I just won the lottery. Uh, what do I do? She'll but, tell me so where to put all the So after you got all your business affairs out of the way, mm-hmm. first thing you'll buy? I'll buy my parents a house or i pay their house off, which is almost paid off. I, you know, I clear out all their debt for my family, brothers, clear sisters, clear out my debt. Yeah. Um, and then start looking into investing. Sound about the same thing I would do. Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah. I first thing I'm going to do after tendling all that, Bobby, which I'm saying. get a gold grill? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of looking like Killer I told you, you nah. looking like Killer Mike. You're going to get them platinum teeth. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. I'm getting on a plane. Me, my wife, and mm-hmm. my daughter. And we're not coming Buying back. Buying an for, island? No, nah, not coming back for about a year. Mm. What Give are you going to do? For a year. That'll be dope. Get rid of our phones. Yeah. Uh, we're going to throw our phones in the ocean. Ooh. Like, that type of Mary's shit. thought about this. Yes. He's going off the grid. Really that shit, the Mary grid that about that shit is like some secret MI16 type <laughs> James nah, Bond. No, but I don't nigga. blame you. That's just that. Okay, I don't. that's why I don't care who knows if I won the lottery. You take yeah. priority. Because it's going to take a year for, for you, you to even get in touch with They'll forget about you. Nah, they ain't going to forget. They're not. If it's $400 family million, dollars, yeah, they family will, ain't going to forget. They will wait but for you to come back. But by then, a year gives me time to have everything in order. In order. Because with that type of yeah. money, you can do stuff without being there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I wanted to pay off my, my parents' debt, my father's debt, boom, mm-hmm. click of a button. Mm. Yeah. Brothers, boom, click of a button. Mm-hmm. You know, people I love, click of or a button. Or you know what you can do before you leave, set up set up a trust for them. Nah, but that's traceable. After. Oh, it's yeah, after. It's you have to come back for mm-hmm. after a year. After mm-hmm. a year. Okay. But a year, I want a year just to soak it all in. Yeah. Soak it all yeah. in. Yeah. To what's great happen. Because yeah. your life has drastically changed. Oh, yeah. Do you guys, did you, have you ever watched those shows, um, 
the lottery, what winning the lottery. After, yeah. Oh my God. I watched, it yeah. really pains me to see how people go broke within two, three years of winning millions of dollars because they buy dumb me. shit. No, it's not that they buy dumb shit. They buy shit they never had. Yeah. That they thought well, they could never true. afford. It's just like a drug dealer. Yeah. Yeah. This is they true. He goes out and buys all the shoes, all the necklaces, Why all the clothes. Why do you 10 cars though? Because you've never had them and you couldn't afford them. That's right. Those are the all, fact that those I can, are all dreams. I'm going to do shit just because I can. Yeah. I think rich people do sometimes. Oh, absolutely. In the beginning. Do stuff. Just to say they. What was it? Shalee? I was watching Shalee on The Breakfast Club the other day and she said, they said, what was the most extravagant thing you did when you had money? She said, oh, I went to, what did she say? I went Paris. to Paris to for, have lunch. for lunch. I, I watched just because I was like, that's some hot dope shit. I mean, that's shit. what they said. Oprah, Oprah does Shilly shit like that. They said Oprah jump on her plane to go to Italy. Man. Would you buy a plane? Oh, no. hell yeah. I would. I would. I would. As they say much it's as one of the worst travel. investments. Yeah, really? Why? Oh, well, it's expensive. Upkeep. It is. Yeah, it is. It is. Upkeep. So you're that motherfucker that would be on TV. Stunting and shit with a plane. That lost money no, in two or three years. If I want that her name on the wing of the plane. No, I just I don't need anything like a Drake jet. You, you don't, don't. He don't I have need, a jet. He has a seven forty seven. A seven forty seven. I'm the sorry. Gave him that seven forty seven yeah, though. Yeah. So, he, so. Didn't, he didn't even have to buy it. Damn. But I'm pretty sure he has to pay for it. To gas it up, they say that's where most of the money comes from. Yeah, to gas maintenance. Well, you know what? Maybe not necessarily buy a jet, but have one. Be able to hire private jet. Okay. You know, be able to lease that out because that'd be dope. Yeah. That'd be dope. I'm definitely. That's first thing I'm do. Like once we leave, that's what we leave it on a private. And I want to learn how to fly. That's always been one of my dreams. Dope. I want to get a. Yeah, I've always wanted to learn how to fly. I'm scared of heights, so fuck that. You are scared of heights. Yeah, I said that one day. You did say that one day. Yeah. So how do you? How are you gonna get on a plane? I mean, I fly. I get on a plane. Well, you you, you, you yeah, fly blindfolded or something? Nah, I just you do a lot of things once you're rich. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I get on that shit. I mean, you got to get to where you want to go. Shit, I can't drive. But you wouldn't fly. You wouldn't get in the cockpit. Hell, though. Wow. Hmm. Want to do that shit? That's why people get paid. I don't learn how to do that. I wouldn't mind watching, and whatever I pick up, I pick up. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be. The pallet and only the pallet that's flying Yo, the plane like without no, no. existence. Oh, man. So you won't be the one that's the only one up there flying. Yeah, have no, no, have a co-pilot. You need a co-pilot. And all this other stuff, how to land that shit. I actually, no, you know, but you know, they. Oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I was just gonna say, I actually did apply for um to be a pilot uh to start flight school for real. 2006. Wow. You was bored I, as shit, wasn't you? No, I wasn't bored as shit. <laughs> it was like, I've always, I'm, I like learning. I like doing me things too. that challenge me. You got a lot of white friends too, don't you? <laughs> she said she grew up with I did grow up with white yeah. people. Right. I was one of like 10 black people who graduated from our high school. So One of 10? One of 10. Damn. Yes. Damn. One of 10. So. Shouts out to Parvy High School. What was that great saying? Oh. Oh, I forgot. Brain fart. <laughs> <laughs> So it's safe to say that you were definitely the minority in high school. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Stuck out like a sore thumb. Mm. Yeah. No, I wouldn't want to Black sore thumb. Oh, but what I was going to say, I got it. It came back. Flying a plane, they say once it reaches the air, in the air. Flies itself. Yeah, it flies itself. Yeah. It's it's auto. Yeah, it's auto. Yeah. So the thing you got to know is how to land and take off. Mm -hmm. Take off, balance. That's where most planes Landing is the funnest shit about flying. Oh, taking no. off and landing. I, I like landing because I like That's when they start when they start the descent and you get to see that that ground is right there and you like, oh yes, I'm about to hit. We about to be on this fucking runway. Man. That taking off shit, I hate it. What's the longest flight you've been on? Cali, Cali uh, Las Vegas. What? Really? Yeah. My very first. Oh flight, my no, gosh. My first we ain't we ain't international like you, my queen. 
Oh my gosh, I was on a 17 hour flight to and from Japan in January. That's some bullshit. Oh. I can't be in no 17, 17 hours now. straight. Oh, yeah. I slept. They're gonna have to do the. AG Did you have like the bed thing? Or you was in a regular chair? I was in economy comfort, going to Japan. Uh, yeah, so you know, I had the leg rest in front of me. You were able to rec uh, recline, and you okay. have the leg rest and the pillows. Um, so yeah, but the only thing that sucked was I was in a row, and it was four seats. And me and my mm. girlfriend were stuck in the second and third seat, so I had to keep asking the guy, you know, on the aisle seat. Why don't you just ask the switch? He didn't uh, he look like he was aisle. friendly. Yeah, he didn't look like he was yeah. friendly at all. So you had to keep Plus, saying, you don't to keep saying konnichiwa. Konnichiwa, yeah. Konnichiwa, you know? Yeah, plus people don't want to give up an aisle. They don't want to give up that aisle seat because they can get up and move. But coming back, I was on the window seat in economy, but I slept because I was sick. Mm. I had food poisoning and vertigo, so mm. I was knocked out. 17 hours, you're going to have to give me some. Seventeen. They have things for that. I'm going to have to have some crack. You have, a shit, you have a shit in on the plane? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. On the way to oh, Vegas. Yeah. 17 hours? Oh, yeah. Something's happening. Up. Yeah, something's definitely going to happen. Something's going to happen. And yeah. then they feed you like every two hours, especially yeah. when you're in first class. Next time I know to take that poopery with me. Should you spray in the toilet? Mm -hmm. Just don't get locked in the bathroom. Did y'all hear about that lady, uh, lady that got locked in the plane bathroom for like five hours? I would freak shit. out. Yes, the door stop. You know when you when you go into the bathroom, you're supposed to move that ticker mm -hmm. to, so to it goes occupied. from. Uh, yes, mm -hmm. and somehow something malfunctioned, so they had to wait and land the plane because it happened midair. <laughs> I would have freaked out because I have claustrophobia. So nobody else could use the shitter. You think about so it's nobody two, else. Should be two of them. It's like two of them in the back, and then of course, depending on how the yeah. plane is, the they plane, usually have four or six, is. four or six. But she was stuck in there in that small space, mid air, for hours. And she, I'm not claustrophobic. And so. there's not a seatbelt in the bathroom either. So when they got ready to land. Same thing, motherfucker went through a lot of turbulence. Yeah. Yes. Shit oh, you would have found it. What are the water spots? Flashing up on you. Now, if she wasn't sitting down, this thing starts splashing up on her face. She's going to get tired of standing up. You would have found me passed out <laughs> in that bathroom. I'd have been like a little kid in class with my head on the counter. You know, to keep your head on your desk. Oh no, I've been smoking cigarettes. You can't, you can't smoke, smoke up no there. Goddamn cigarette! <laughs> and oh. If y'all got me locked in here for five hours, but where's I'm the smoking. air gonna go? You're yeah. in a small closet. I would have been that closet. nigga that turned his phone on. It don't matter. <laughs> oh, my Plus, phone, my phone is on anyway. You don't turn your phone on when you get on the plane. Oh, you, you only supposed to. You only supposed to turn it off during takeoff. Fuck oh, that! I didn't. That not that's that's not no rule I heard. They yeah, cut your shit off. No, yeah. you can you can, you can. for for international flights you can. Shit. People do it all shit. the time. I do it all the See, time. That's what's wrong with y'all rule breakers. As soon as this shit malfunctions, <laughs> you goods. Oh, I'm telling on the nigga beside me with his you phone on. You are a on. snitch. Well, Why? Call me what you want, oh, babe. That we mean, just had a snitching episode, right. man. I don't give a shit. You ain't in that life. You ain't loyal. You ain't loyal. If that motherfucker tell you to cut that damn phone off, you still got it They say put it on airplane mode, and then they'll tell you it's safe to now use your phone in airplane mode. Excuse me, ma'am. This motherfucker. You wouldn't do it to a white person. Shit, fuck them. I do it to a white, Arab, Indian, black, Chinese. Oh, I'm telling. Your ass. Turn your phone off. You ain't supposed to pump gas with your fucking car running. You pump gas with your car running? Oh, Sergeant Killjoy over here. Oh, shit. This man blinked twice. <laughs> like a hostage. <laughs> like he was kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I do it too. I'm guilty. I'm sorry. Let I that, have before. Let that car say run and watch me get the fuck out. I've smoked <laughs> until you finish. Brian, you I've old smoked. snitching. But you know what? I ain't going to tell him you're the gas pump. I'm just going to get the fuck out of the car. I smoked the gas pumps before. Yeah. Okay, yeah. now that. Really? Yeah. But see, the thing about the gas shit, where it usually catches on fire is when you're starting the car up pumping. That's oh, okay. the spark. 
But if your car is running, more than likely, I ain't saying that it's not impossible. I have just haven't heard of a lot of yeah, stories. People used to run their car and shit and pump gas. I wonder what. I wonder what happened to make it takes what, a couple for them to stop putting the stickers the on. The fear yeah. that the government has. This is like a terrorist. It's no such thing as terror. I mean, it's such thing as terrorists, but they're all white. They live here in this country. I mean, the first terrorists yeah. were white folks. You know, and it's continues. So, like, for them to be like ban Muslims and, and look at them strange when they get on planes and stuff. I'm not gonna it's lie. Nonsense. Oh, I'm not gonna slavery lie. Slavery was terrorism. Every time you hung yeah. somebody, Black Wall Street just they they went in and, and burned bombed. down a damn bombed. town and killed 300 people. Well, they bombed. The FBI Ten thousand white men walked in that town and killed people. Act of terrorism. Yeah. Yes. So white so, folks. Yeah. What's it? What's what is it called? Oh. Obroni. Obroni. And Oyibo. Oyibo people. Obroni is how we say it in my language. What's Obroni? In chi. Obroni is how you say white people in Chi. Obroni. Yes. Obroni. And then uh, Oyibo is. Oyibo. I said Ovio. That's Drake. Ovio. Oyibo. Ovio. Yeah. White people. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's what I would do with the money. But let's get into it today. All right. So what are we going to talk about today, I y'all? I last time we left off, we were talking about strongholds. That was in our last podcast. We we kind of ended the conversation um, in the last the last week, last week podcast. When we let's, get to, about- let's, 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 let's let the people know. We do these podcasts maybe one or two a day. So when he says last podcast, mm-hmm. he's dating us. <laughs> but please don't date us because we try to knock out as many as we can with the time we have. Well, you can date Nana. Other. She's available. Oh wow. my gosh. Wow. Just look her up. Nana. So but <laughs> on ChristianMingle.com. Damn. Uh, X X uh, what's, X, what's the other X one? N, X X X N X X. Wow. X N X X. X N X X. Wow. Pornhub. Oh, really? What is oh, the yeah. tag team? <laughs> Man. Man. Maybe I'll kiss my ass. <laughs> she's on Tinder. Nah, what's she the ain't other shit? She's she's taken. Thank you. She's taken. Yeah. Yes, I am dating the Lord. Oh. Yes, yes, praise Him. <laughs> <laughs> so check this out. We talked about soul ties last time. Last mm-hmm. time, soul ties. Yeah. So let's talk about strongholds. Mm. Yeah. So we're getting into who knows it. the definition of a stronghold. So I was gonna ask y'all that. So y'all put me on game. To, yeah. Yeah. So now I I need to know. Spectre gadget. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna look it up. I want y'all to tell me. I don't know. You don't know. So I'm going to tell you what a stronghold is from a biblical term. A stronghold is something that holds you back from being able to progress. And that stronghold can be generational. It mostly is generational. So in a Christian term, you hear hear in the Christian terms, giants. Giants are things that hold you back, right? Your giant could be alcoholism, um, sexual addiction, abuse. um, Gosh, what other things hold you back, can hold you back? Um... Family. Family, right? So you're strong. Friends. <laughs> yes. They could all be strongholds, right? Those are strongholds that Boy, say pull that one you more back. Time. Say it one Man. more time. Friends. And who will? Family. Stronghold. Mm-hmm. So the strongholds always have to be spiritual? Are they? So like far as like not being spiritual but personal too. Mm-hmm. Are those those personal strongholds come from a sense of your spirituality and generational strongholds? So what do you mean? Like, is it something that? It, yeah, does it have to always be? Because I know you say it goes back to be, um, bi- being biblical, right? Being strong home. I mean, is it? 
I'm only defining the spiritual. So you only. I'm only defining it from the spiritual sense, right? Where strongholds are things that hold you back from being able to progress, and those strongholds can be generational, or those things can be something that have been acquired. So Mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean that because you got into drugs that your parents were into drugs, Mm -hmm. right? Your stronghold could be the drugs, your alcoholism that you probably acquired. Or it could be something, alcoholism, that has been passed down from you because you saw your father drinking and he saw his father drinking. And abuse your and mother. And abuse your mother. So then so you, you got Exactly. Abusive. Exactly. Okay. So is there a way to get rid of strongholds? Oh, absolutely. It takes work. Prayer? Well, there are so many different like, components. It's not like so You can't pray certain things away. Some things you pray about it, but then you also have to take action. Right. Right? Prayer Faith to me. Faith without action. Exactly. Is what? No, it's it's dead. It doesn't exist. So you can't just go and say, oh, God, please help me get rid of this alcoholism. But then you go back to your refrigerator and pop open a a bottle of Corona. So so girls, please, they be praying, get me away from this abusive relationship. But Mm -hmm. then go back to the relationship. Yeah. I mean. Get me away from this crazy bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Go back and fuck her. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Yeah. I got you. So. So basically, what you're saying is like this: it's it's all a generational thing. It can be generational. It can be. Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah, it can be generational, but those there are certain things that can be acquired through over time, over time, through environment, behavior, environment, you're, you're exactly. Okay. Exactly. Gotcha. So now right. I have a lot of strongholds. Mm. Me too. I, I've seen wow. I've, I've, here now that we're talking about. I have a lot of strongholds too. Um, for sure. For for you, y'all want to share? What's one of your strongholds? You feel one of my strongholds would be. Hmm. I guess damn, it's, it's hard. I don't know. Come back to me. Take your time. Let me think what about, about you? it. Strongholds. <laughs> you knew this thing was gonna get passed around this table. Right. It was. It was gonna get passed yeah. down. It's harder. It is. Once the mic is on you. Well, I would say one of my strongholds is seeking approval. I think that'd be one of my strongholds. I think, mm. and I'm I'm gonna say mm. it's a stronghold. Um, just for personally for me, um, you know, I've I've always felt like I, I had to kind of seek approval. Um and, and from, really like focus on what other people think. Okay. And I don't know if what you know, where that comes from my childhood, maybe, that maybe I needed to seek approval and mm-hmm. but for me it's not, you know, second guessing myself, not listening to myself, you know, the first time and always moving on the actions of others or not moving on it because mm-hmm. others don't approve. Um and I know, like, you know, just with that, I don't move. I don't do the things that I should do or things I say I should say I want to do because I yeah, want approval. It's just somebody else okay. that if I tell somebody, hey, you know, I'm thinking about doing this. This is the idea I have. And if they have, you know, negative feelings about it or me not doing it without asking somebody, it's kind of mm-hmm. like me asking mm-hmm. for, for permission. that permission mm-hmm. to do okay. it. It's kind of like, you know, I need to have somebody tell me to do it mm-hmm. before I do Push it. You. Okay. Yeah, and I feel like it holds me back. It holds you back um, when you when you have to seek approval to do things. Okay. Yeah. Big yeah. Okay. I got mm. one. Mm. Pride. Pride. Mm. Ooh, that's a big one. Yes. My pride is a motherfucker. Is Ooh. Yes. I can see that. Damn. Damn, okay. Brian. Thanks, Brian. I, well, no. No, I mean, it's good. I mean, it's good. In, a, in a good way. No, it. it's in a good way. Okay. Not in a bad way. Okay. Good. I, I yeah, he's it. very proud. Even if it was bad, I take yeah. it. It's good. But my pride has held me back from a lot of things. And I think mm. most men, especially black men, are very, 
are very prideful. Yeah. So like the I'm sorry's the can you help me do this? Mm. We have a problem with those type of Pride questions and pride's a motherfucker. Mm. Yeah. And I think what? that's one of mine. And I think I inherited from the men in my family. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Very prideful family. He had a very proud. Yeah. They like, no, I don't need no help. I can do it. Yeah. I wow. got it. Leave me alone type shit. So mm. probably fucked with us up. Probably fucked us up. Mm. Is that what you you think? You think that's with you or just you, brothers, sisters, everybody? Every, I said men. Men. Oh, okay. Yeah, all the men in my family. Uncles. Wow. Cousins. Mm. Wow. Like, we can be some pride for people. Damn. So y'all wouldn't even accept help from each other? Nope. No. So is it, a, is it just that you afraid to ask for help, or is it a sign of weakness if you ask for help? Probably weakness. Weakness? Mm. Yeah. Like, wow. I figure it out on my own. Mm. Instead yeah. of just being like, you know what? Even with, like, men, even the men in our family asking women for help. Like, my dad, I didn't see my dad asking my mom for help for stuff. She just done it because she knew, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he could use it. Yeah. And I think I, I'm I'm even like that in my marriage to where I won't ask mm. my wife to do stuff, thankful enough that she does, but my pride won't just come out and all the time, now I'm getting used to it, but all the time come out and say, can you help me do this? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Without no benefit for me in it. Yeah. It's a benefit more for us. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I need, you know, mm. you figure this out for me. Might be something she's good at yeah. that I'm not. But sometimes at one point in my life, I probably would have never asked. Never asked. Wow. Like, yeah, I figured I, you it out. You know, I can feel you on that because I don't ask people for much, uh, anything at all. I'd rather just try to do stuff on my own. Um, yeah. Like you said, that's that independent nigga shit. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I just do stuff. I don't. Um, ever ask for help. I think that's one of my things. I've heard that too in past relationships. Mm -hmm. You don't ask for help. You don't want help huh. to do anything. You don't ask people, but you're always willing to jump in and help, help other somebody. people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's me being a rescuer. Like mm -hmm. when we talked about that Captain. article that day, a rescuer and not being a support system. I want to jump in and rescue, but then I don't want rescuing. Right. Yeah. And you support. might need it more or just as much as the next, next person. person. Yeah. And I'm giving myself. I'm giving all mm, myself. All yourself. And you're not getting fulfilled. And at the yeah. end of the day, if everything goes right, if everything fucks up, it's like you get more disappointed than everybody else. Yeah. Like exactly. you, since you gave your all, it's like, damn, where's everybody else's all? I gave 110%, but everybody, everybody else gave 50. Mm -hmm. Yep. Exactly. Well, you know, going back to the pride thing, as you both are talking, I think it's not just black men. It's black people, period. It could be a lot of people, but I mean, I can only familiarize myself with black people. Right. I have that too. I have a huge problem asking for help. Hmm. Huge problem. I, I do don't not see that. ever want to, I don't ever want to seem vulnerable. That's a sign of weakness to me. That is a sign of weakness to me. And I don't ever, huh. I'm, I've, I think I've been looked on as somebody who's strong. And we'll talk about that. The reason why I get offended when people automatically say you're a strong black person or a strong black woman, Moment, yeah. that's offensive because that positions me to not be vulnerable. Right. I have to put up this facade that I have it all together. And a lot of times I don't have it all together. A lot of times I want you to see me in need and help mm -hmm. me. But I have a problem. I want to be saved. I want to be saved. Come rescue me. <laughs> I need another queen on this 40. damn topic. 
man. Cause you yeah. Shots out to you for it. You know One of what I'm my saying? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So saying. It, it's very difficult for me to ask for help and be vulnerable because I've positioned myself to always be the one to save people. When I, you know, my house, I'm like, come stay with me. You know, you don't have Ooh. to come, come, yes. yeah, come. I got you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? That's or me. I'll I'll take you to work or you know, I got you. Don't worry about it. That's just me, but that's hmm. just the me being very generous and wanting to help people. But if it ever comes to me. I'm like, I don't know how to ask for help, even from family. And my sister tells me this all the time. We're your family. We're here to help you. But I don't know how to open my mouth and say, can you help? Right. You have a fear of looking weak. I do have a fear of looking weak. I don't want to seem vulnerable because then I think that peels off the layer of me being strong, which I'm starting to learn that it's okay to not be strong all the time. It's okay. It's okay, it's okay to cry. It's okay it's to like, cry. It's okay give to... yourself. <laughs> me, I've never, my wife has never seen me cry. What? Ever. I don't think it's... Wow. (laughs) Why can't you mute his mic? (laughs) Uh, I don't think nobody's ever seen me cry. I've never cried at a funeral. Have you ever wanted to cry? I've cried, though. But you don't... By myself. Wow. I've I've cried off movies. I've cried, but... But you never said what movie made you cry the last time. What movie made you cry? I told you, Green Mile. Oh, okay. I thought you said Goonies, my bad. Nah, no, that was, was one, one of my favorite. favorite. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Green Mile. But like, yeah, she's never seen me cry. Hmm. My daughter's never seen me cry. And I know it's not good. I know it's not healthy. But I have, I do cry. Yeah. Put it that way. You, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, you. yeah. Shit, nigga, pride. I ugly cry. Pride. <laughs> <laughs> you ugly cry? <laughs> Slobbering and Mama, shit. I'm going to tell you who got the best cry. Ooh. Viola Davis. I've never she seen her. Command too. Dog, she has the best cry in America. You know, uh, yeah. how to get away with murder. I'm trying to think. She's cried on every movie she's ever been in. I've, I've seen her on the, the Help movie with Fences. Liam Neeson. The one uh, where they when the widows. Widows, fences. I didn't see that one. The Help was one of my favorite of hers. She cried. She can cry on command. Dog, she's a great actress. Dog, she is. She is a. She, I mean, snot and everything. I love it when she cried. She's wrong. It ain't with. a show if she don't cry. I don't fuck with the show if she don't cry. Well, Viola's a great actress. Yes. Shout out to Viola Davis. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. Not about that crying though. <laughs> I know you. I know you're not telling her to stop crying. You, you just, just over said here said you ugly cry. Ugly cry. Oh, shit, listen, hey, I ain't gonna lie. What you cry about? Shit, everything. <laughs> Do you? I'm about to cry when you said something about me earlier. <laughs> when I went in the bathroom, the it, second, it showed when a I went little in the bit. bathroom, I seen the, a, the second a twinkle time, in your eye. When I went in the bathroom the second time, it was the cry. It was the cry. It was the cry. And oh, I had to Brian, poop. I apologize Thank for God. making you cry. Y'all, y'all should hug it out. I said, like, well, I mean, here. Yeah, give a hug, man. I have five. Give your ass. queen an honor. Oh, no, you, you, you hug me. Right, but he won't. Suspect, don't, Brian. Uh, that is suspect. Don't put them rumors out there. Like that is suspect. He's afraid of my strength. We are in Atlanta. Is that what it is? That's what it is. He doesn't want to pride won't the let him pride, hug you. Thank you. Pride won't let him be There's vulnerable. There's no homosexual about activity going on over nobody here in my head. About, nobody's talking about that. Because <laughs> yeah, when you said, we, you, you said, because he's uh, like, God damn it. Yeah, give her. There you go. Oh, ain't that sweet. Uh-huh. His big pride. head. Oh, I don't know about the big head. He is a big head. Uh, I wouldn't say that. Okay, I'm sorry. I take yeah, that back. My like apologies. and bruh. Oh, what oh, you, oh, right, right, right. What you doing, big head? You know how I go. I'm still that's learning. Like, yeah. I'm still learning. That, that's, how they, to America. that's how they saw that phone call. That's Sorry, a, welcome to America. Night DM. Welcome hey, to big America. head. Oh, okay. Yeah, hey, yeah, you can't do it. You're teaching man. this Ghanaian girl a lot of stuff. Yeah, You're teaching you how me. to be pure. 
Yes, thank you so much for the Celibate. lesson, Sensei. <laughs> yeah, really. So, what 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 you got for us, a uh, detective? You got um, any any rules? Any? Well, yeah, I I came up with some stuff. How to identify a generational stronghold? Okay. Hit so us. the presence of any of the following may indicate the presence of a general generational stronghold. Since we since we're saying this is a generational thing, mm-hmm. so number one, we got pressures within you that are being held at a bay and are not truly gone. Say that again. Uh, pressures within you that are being held at a bay at bay and are not truly gone. Pressures. Pressures. Yes, it's pressures. What is that within does, you? Does it that elaborate? Are being held. Nope. Don't elaborate. Right. But not truly gone. So maybe we're saying that you hold it in. Grudges? Certain things. Maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe pressures mean grudges. You hold it in stuff. You got stuff in you that's there, but not truly gone. So mm. just say, I see. Yeah, just say I if see you it. just talk about somebody that was molested, as an example, as a, as a kid. Mm. Maybe, mm. you know, it's it's in you, you suppress it, but it's not really gone. Is there so maybe and you don't talk then, about yeah, it. You don't talk about it, and then in turn, it may manifest into something totally different. Right. Yeah, yeah. It may manifest into something different. Hmm. So maybe you may start to become a molester yourself, because mm. you know you see that happen mm-hmm. a lot. Yes. For, um, uh, pedophiles turning, you know, w- ones that have been, you know, molested or touched at a age, they turn into mm-hmm. pedophiles themselves because mm-hmm. it's something that's in them. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, let's see, number two, issues which come back regularly. Hmm. Issues, issues that, that what? Come back regularly. Also, like, every five years, an issue pops back up, yeah. basically. Yeah. Or something that comes back up. I would that say, you didn't let go. Yeah. Say you forgave somebody, but didn't truly was, let it go. I was going there. I you, was gave, going you forgave there. somebody, but truly didn't let it go. Like so cheating. every three years like it comes cheating. up. That's like, I hate that. Because, listen, if you cheat. And you say you forgive me, and we're supposed to let it go. Stop bringing the shit back up. It's hard to do, bro. It's hard to do, but if it's you if you're gonna forgive, to yeah, forgive. truly, I'm not truly asking forgive. you to forget, but I'm right. asking you to forgive. Right. But forgiving, and I understand what you're saying. So some people can forgive very easily, but when it comes to forgetting, there might be something that triggers that memory. But I do agree. If once you forgive somebody, you've you've agreed that you're not going to bring that shit back up. Right. Yeah, because you you continue you're building a pattern of every time every something time goes awry. Something goes awry. Somebody Even fart if, wrong, you, motherfucker. I, I, I remember, remember that you cheated. Yeah, remember you cheated. You what is that? You farted, you farted in the big bed. I bet okay. you. So time you know out. I mean. Y'all have been talking about farts and shit this entire show. It's a shitty what? day. It is a very shitty day. Good lord. <laughs> it's a shitty day. It's a shitty day. Please forgive King Brian and King Mary for their fart and shit references. Yeah, but, but I'm just saying. Like, I'm just saying. I, I can definitely understand that one. Exactly. Yeah. That and that's what that took me back to. Not saying that's happened to me before but nah. i hear it as, all the time like if okay. you're gonna if you're gonna forgive me if you bring your ass back home if we work it out we work it out let it be with the relationship out. if i come home 20 minutes later from work then i normally come home you must have been at that other bitch house you think i had 15 minutes to go to this bitch house from the time i got all work if you go with your time <laughs> okay I was if you're not not that. bad right <laughs> 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 That man is on time. Had that thing um, managed down to the minute. Man, shoot. What's next? Um, Any habitual or stubborn sin pattern? Oh, what drugs? 
Yeah, alcohol, sex. sexual abuse. Yep. Yep. Pornography. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Those stealing, be, lying, cheating. Yep. And a habitual or stubborn sin pattern. But so and so it says like all of this is generational stronghold. So so are we saying that most of this stuff that we're talking about now comes this from, is comes from yeah. our pressure. environment, how we was raised, even if it's not a parent. It yeah, could be somebody in the neighborhood. Yeah, it's not a parent. It's, still, it's an environment thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like most people, most drug dealers either sell drugs out of necessity or pattern. Mm-hmm. So Or environment based on who you hang with. So if you're not even in the know or aware of that, how does that trickle back down into your life, though? Like, because, so if okay. I didn't know my dad smoked weed or my mom smoked weed, but I grew up and smoked weed. You grew up because you smoked weed because... Probably your friends or okay. somebody around you smoke weed. Mm-hmm. You don't just go around and be like pure. It could be peer pressure. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. You don't just wake up one day and be like, "I'm gonna smoke weed." Somebody in your life, somewhere along the line, smoked weed, and either you picked up on it or you didn't. You see what I'm saying? But most people who pick up on it pick up on it and pass it down wow. because they're around people. That's a bit prime example of being around people. Smoking weed around somebody's kids. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? You never know what you're doing. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So, like, niggas that sit around these women and all up in their house smoking weed. You know what I'm saying? And the kids in the house. And the kids in the house running around. Now they asking, what's that funny smell? They not your kids, but they picked up on smoking weed yeah. from you. So then it becomes a habitual thing to them. Right. Selling drugs. Drug. Drinking. Smoke weed every day. Right. Having a lot of sex. <laughs> So he's take a kid that sees his mom with doing a 10-year span, 20 different niggas. It's a lot of niggas. More than likely, he probably going to grow up to be a hoe. Yeah. True. So. Stubborn the same path. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see. Number four, habitual weakness, mental, emotional, spiritual, or physical. So habitual weaknesses. So mental, emotional. So, I mean, to me, when I look at that habitual weaknesses, as far as like mental, emotional, spiritual, physical, is that maybe like physical, like, you know, not being loved as a child or you not knowing how to love or um, you being too emotional, attached in relationships? You being too prideful. Yeah. Those are all things. Mental mental health, Mm -hmm. like we said, is tough. Yeah. And a lot of men don't know how to deal with it. I can only speak for men because I'm a man, but. A lot of men don't know how to deal with mental health. So I guess what would it be? Unconsciously, you, you're passing it down. Because I think I got that from my dad. Mm-hmm. I think I got my a lot of my mental health problems from my dad, just seeing how my dad reacted to stuff like, I guess, the abuse verbally and physically. You know, not, not that I do it to my child, mm-hmm. but I could see how now talking to people and stuff, how... Me not seeing nothing wrong with the way he raised us, the way he beat us, the way he verbally abused us, thinking that's normal. Mm-hmm. But it so wasn't. So you feel like everybody got their ass whooped like that in their house. It wasn't. Yeah. After seeing and talking to other people, it was it was excessive. Yeah. It was on this side, way over, over on this side. You see what I'm saying? But to me, it was normal. Yeah. To my brothers, it was normal. But other kids, man, my dad never raised a hand to me. I'm like, How? I got beat with broomsticks. How you wow. never got a whooping? Yeah. You know what I'm I saying? I can count on the, I, I, I don't really have, remember getting too many whoopings. My daddy would cuss your ass out so good, you felt like you got a whooping. 
You you would rather you would probably rather that's verbal have, abuse though. Yeah, you yeah, probably would have rather so have like, gotten that ass whooping. See what I'm saying? That's verbal abuse. I mean, it's just as I ain't gonna say just as worse, but it's bad too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because, so you might verbally mm-hmm. beat somebody now. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Real true. Yeah. Facts. So um, this one. Y'all probably agree with this one since we talked about soul ties and demons <laughs> and the devil. Anything within the line, anything within that lines up with any activity of Satan. So it's saying this is, these are Satanist acts. Everything so that. far is Satanist acts. Come on, do y'all believe that? Because we talked about really believing in you know the devil and stuff one day. It's like, do you believe that all of those acts, you believe there's a Satan and that these acts line up to the act, the actions of Satan? I definitely believe there's a devil. You yeah. Do? Yes. There's evil. I don't know. I'm just kind of sure. I mean, I don't believe in evil. If you believe in God, you have to believe it's something believe in on the opposite. Like, it would only make sense. Bless you. Bless yeah. you. Thank you. I thought well, you, you can't be holding those in. You're supposed to sneeze and Ooh, let no. that demon out. <laughs> you know, that's why they say bless the you. I demon out on right? the floor, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a poop. Yeah, yeah, we what? back. We oh back. Oh my god, back we on. Back. You know what? Little shitty oh. bill over here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what was we talking about? Devil, uh, demons. Ah, uh, yeah, demons. Like I just feel like if you believe it's good, it's got to be bad. Yeah, it's just it's reality. Yeah, so I agree with that. I do believe it's a lot of demonic things going on in today's society. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah, and it's with sex. TV, that's a lot. Yeah. Video games. Yeah. Addictions. Police addictions, brutality. Pro, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so but that's addictions. That's like them kids using that K two shit now. What's that? What is that? That that synthetic weed that's making all these kids lose hey, their Ren. damn mind. What they call it, Ren? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah. But not just that though. You think about lean, popping pills. But you know what? That comes from that comes from the the music. I, th- I see. I, I see that shit coming from like the music industry environment. They glorify that shit, like drinking lean. You think of do you think they glorify it? Or well, do you they, think well they rap about it. So do you think they just talk about they talk about it? Their so addiction. Kids, so kids think they talk about their addiction, okay, but that's, kids kids that's a think stronghold. that shit cool. Mm-hmm. It could definitely be a stronghold. Mm-hmm. I and just said that. Yeah. it doesn't have to come from your parents or yeah. family. They, they think this shit cool. I'm gonna pop from me your environment. Thirty. I'm gonna drink some lean. Man, I used to like. I, I used to know guys that used to fucking pop like. 15 and 20 of those Probably to the wow. point where they just like slobbering and don't know nothing. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's dangerous. That is so hell. crazy. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Because like, say you somewhere, somebody just take your ass. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, but man, why would you want to be that incoherent? Exactly. Coming that- where I come from, man, not saying that that happened, but as fucked up as they was, mm-hmm. that it's a possibility. And you'll know That's somebody, crazy. You'll know somebody took that shit the next day. That's it. Oh yeah, the next day. But then day. it's too late. Then the next what? Day. <laughs> you wake up your butthole sore. Oh Come on, man. Oh. Like, now, why would I want to be that intoxicated Ugh. to the point where I don't remember that? Because right. you're not gonna remember shit. Even if you get a girl or anything, you're not gonna remember that you fucked her. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So like, I've never been the one. I've never popped a pill unless I had surgery. But. Right, teach his own, man. Yeah, for real. Wow. So let's see. Last one. Addictions are out of control areas. So I don't know what they mean by out of control areas, but addictions I definitely understand. 
addictions are out of control areas. Yeah. Addictions or out of control areas. Sex could be an out of control area. Define that. Freaky deaky and you just addicted <laughs> to sex. People have sex addiction. Now I'm talking about. Oh, of course. I mean, like out of control. It could be out of control. You ever seen, oh, movie, yeah. you ever seen, you ever seen yeah. the movie Black Snake Moan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. Yeah, the ch- Samuel Jackson chained her ass in the house. What about Nympho? Have you ever seen Nympho? I don't know. Oh, Netflix? Yeah, have I ever seen a Nympho? No, <laughs> the movie Nympho. It's <laughs> on uh, Netflix. <laughs> it is, it's about this young lady who has a sex- sexual addiction that she um, found out, I think when she was like six or seven. And she first, yeah, when she first found out, you know, she discovered masturbation. Mm. And she was, she grew up being so sexually driven that she would go to like, she would ask strangers to have sex with them. And she was married. She was married with a baby. She would leave her baby in at, you know, at home. And go, go, yes. Yes. She had, and she got so bad to the point where she, uh, she would masturbate at work in the bathroom. And her, she, she damaged her clitoris because she would rub in it so hard. Because yeah, it that movie was yeah, on a different level. That. It's on Netflix. It's on okay. Netflix called Nympho. They need to stop. Netflix needs to stop that shit, man. It's kids that watch Netflix, man. Got to put parental control yeah, on that shit. Yeah, yeah, fuck that shit. That movie is very graphic, and it's just a movie, but still, it's it just. I, I, I believe it. I it, definitely. I, my mouth. What we used to call it was a white liver. She What's got that? a white liver. A white liver? What does that mean? She likes to fuck a lot. She's an info. Oh, my god! Back home is what we call it. She got a white liver. I don't know where the fuck that came from. Yeah, I was about to say, what's yeah. the origin of that? Wow. I don't know. I just, I just hear old people say it all the mm. time. So. That's deep, though. Yeah, to, white liver. Sex will be like... It I is know women at the like forefront. that, man. This lady was so bad that she would take a, a, she would take a rag... And start beating her clitoris with it because she was trying to find the sensation. Like she lost she, all sensation. That's, that's what I was speaking about that one yeah. time when I said, <laughs> "You look at me like I'm people, crazy." Well, uh, like men, once you reach a certain sexual height, mm-hmm. there's no other way. But the next thing is a finger in your butt. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So like, yeah, I'm on. A, I'm yeah, on, I'm I cool with that, that shit. But some well, men feel like that's crazy. I've done everything sexually and had so much sex. What's the next that's level? That like that's when they start beads. experimenting. That's why yeah. it should be very sacred. You know sacred. what I'm saying? I'm good on that shit. Sex is a sacred My sexual appetite is... I'm cool. My yeah. sexual appetite is not high anyway. So be, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, mine's below level. Mine's below level. Below C level. Yeah, I, I don't want my Literally. shit to get that high till I'll be like, you put your finger in my butt. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. They ain't gonna never He's get that He's just backing up to the bathroom stall. I don't think it had work. I don't think you ask. I think it's just something. <laughs> and ladies, is your nigga ass for your you? Your nigga ass, you. But oh, nigga in your butt. Definitely. Is not the suspect. right nigga for you. Yeah, he's definitely suspect. Please but break yeah, up with him. But I don't think you would ask. I, I don't know. I don't put know. your finger in my butt. Put, put your finger in my butt. Put, your, put your thumb in. If I'd be like, huh? <laughs> if I was... I, ladies, if I was you, I'd be like, damn, I think I just heard my phone ring. <laughs> yeah, what does a woman do in a situation like that? <laughs> yeah, I've never been in that no, situation. Asking, what what if your man though? said? I'm leaving. Are you? Yes. What I'm if not. you love him? Like, it's your husband. You love him to death. That's one of his strongholds. He's sexually out of control. Okay, your stronghold. So now you want a finger in your butt. Do you know what that could lead to? What? A finger is going to turn into more, more fingers, which is going to turn into bigger every, objects. Every finger on uh, no, all your hands. I'm not doing it. We need help. You can be fisting your <laughs> oh, 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 
gosh, how did this turn into this? Yeah, let's get out of here. Let's get uh, out of there. Get out of that stronghold. Yes, so back from that matrix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, so so think of this question. So, have you guys ever thought about possibly sitting down and kind of family treeing? your your strongholds like looking for patterns and just kind of just um sitting down and just mm-hmm. seeing okay let me find out or let me think about these strongholds that i could have possibly have like mm-hmm. if you sat down and described your parents relationship it's mm-hmm. so like your relationship with your parents might be the reason why you have the type of relationship that you have now yeah, or if you uh, did your family ever talk about their feelings because we talked about that earlier mm-hmm. i've never heard i've never heard my mom Ever say like and I love you? Mm-hmm. That doesn't. That never mm-hmm. meant that I didn't know. I didn't right. believe or know. Didn't she know loved what love me. was. But then I text my sister when we we're talking about it. I was like, Hey, let me ask you a question. Do you ever remember Mama ever? She's like, No. Like I can never. And my dad didn't start doing it until like we got, got older. older. Yeah. Like so he he'll close off his phone calls and stuff like that. All right, love you, dude. Love you, brother. Like, but growing up, you we never, never heard did. It. So it wonder. I wonder like as growing up, do you like for most people. They seek love in the wrong places. Right. Looking for validation yeah. and love from other people. Looking for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> I mean, does, have, you, have y'all ever just thought about like sitting oh, down and thinking yeah, about like writing the, it out? I think the first step to that is recognizing your problems. Mm. Yeah. Before you can even dive into your parents and mm-hmm. who in your life caused this stronghold, you need to sit down and write down a list of your mm-hmm. problems. Yeah. Like what's holding you back yeah. from being the great Agreed. person you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Reaching you know what I'm saying? So like yeah. once you I think once you figure that out, everything else will explain itself. Yeah. yeah. You know but, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if I can make a list of all my strongholds, then I can go back and check where that came where, from. Yeah, where, yeah. where the like genesis. my anger, my mm-hmm. tongue, my pride, mm-hmm. like everything. Mm-hmm. You know. So when we talk about that though, you talk about spiritual and we talk about strongholds, then what then what what's the next step in identifying? So if you're if it's a spiritual how thing, do you, do you go talk how do you fix it? So do you go talk to your pastor? Do you seek therapy? Like what do you do to start to fix it? Like, I think you need to mind. talk to somebody. Talk different to somebody. strokes for different Somebody's, folks. Huh? That's a different strokes for different folks. I think you need to talk to somebody you really trust, mm-hmm. value. So that's somebody close to you. Somebody close. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It don't have to be because it could be a therapist because that's what mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. they in it for. Yeah. But but not everybody believes be in some, that, right? Every, don't everybody, especially black men, don't believe in going to see a therapist. Yeah. So how do y'all feel now? Is it easy for you to talk about your feelings, like with best friends, your wife? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Is it Absolutely. pretty good, easy? Very I find easy. it's hard for me to communicate my feelings. It I don't still know why. is. Yeah. It is. It's hard. Like, I can talk and I can have, like, with us, I can have the communication about different things for us. But you talk about as far as, like, emotional, relationship-wise, I don't know how to communicate. I think, for me, it comes across the wrong way. I know in my mind what I'm trying to say and what I'm thinking, but it doesn't come out right. So that leaves, you know, women to kind of feel a gray area for Mm. me. There's a gray area because they really don't understand what I'm saying. You know why, though? I know what I'm saying. From just knowing you and... Knowing you for so long and stuff, mm-hmm. it's your communication. Yeah, you know what you want to say and, and how you feel, but you just don't communicate. I'm passive yeah. when it comes to, right. and I think I'm passive. You shy because, away from it. Yeah, I think it's because I don't want to get into any conflict. Like I, and just being in my profession, being a manager, I know how to have crucial conflicts. I know how to, 
But I think in my personal life and relationship, I don't You'd know rather how not to. have them. I'd rather not have them. Sometimes I think it's me. I, then, pick, I pick my battles. But then it goes back to seeking value in other people instead yeah. of self. Yeah. So you seek value in what other people are going to think yeah. if you start a conflict. So you yeah. don't want to lose friends. Mm-hmm. You don't want to lose family. Mm-hmm. You don't want to lose none of that because you value that more than you do yourself. Yeah. So you might want to look at that as yeah. a... It's a great ass canceling session, huh? Well, yeah. hey, and also, but it's good. No, no, it's it's good. good. But it's good. good, and I don't mind sharing because I I, I like having the um, other opinions, other opinions yeah. from yeah. you guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I know what it is, and I know in my head, but I'm trying to reverse yeah. it. Yeah. But then I'm kind of like, uh, is this shit Do really worth to? an argument? Is this shit worth? Well, and not some even saying are, an argument, but it's not even an argument. It's, it's worth. It depends the, yeah, it's on how it's communicated. It's so there. There are so many different lessons you can learn from that, or so many things you can take from that. You don't. Every conversation doesn't have to start or end with an argument. It depends on how you relate that communication and communication styles. So getting to know somebody and knowing how they communicate and how they receive communication is very key to making sure that the, com- the conversation doesn't go left. Yeah. So, and then you also pick and choose your battles. Like there's some things you just don't argue about. Right. Like is it so really worth me yeah. bringing so- this up? But if it's something that continues to kind of go off if in your festers, mind, yeah. it festers. You got to okay. So let's just pause. This was really bothering me. I hope you don't take this the wrong way. Blah 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 blah. Be all be willing to listen as much as you're willing to speak. But how how you know how long do you continue to do that if you start to communicate with your significant other, your spouse, mm-hmm. whoever the case may be, and they don't know how to receive that information? You keep so you shy away from the conversation. But once you say, hey, you know what, this shit has been fucking with me for too long. Mm-hmm. You have that conversation with them, but it's not received. Where well, that push that then drives you from not having conversations again about anything. But listen to what though. you just said, keyword. This shit has been fucking with me for too long. So by the time you I've, have that conversation, you might be too late. Yes, it's too late. Yeah. You've already... And also, yeah. also, you cannot concern yourself what? as much as you think with their interpretation. Because everybody's opinion. Everybody's interpretation like is assholes. different than everything. Everybody got In one. every situation, the way I take it and the way you said it, and the way you meant it, mm-hmm. it's all different things. And then it's hard to explain what you meant, even though you we know gotta, what you right, mean. Right. Because they have a right. totally yeah, I, different I do it all the time. I don't mean to hurt some people's feelings, but I come off that way. Not meaning no ill heart about nothing, but I guess just my tone mm-hmm. and my body language makes the other person feel some type of way. Yeah, because I'm super passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. I'm real passive. Mm-hmm. But when I get into a conversation, I get really aggressive. Me too. I get passionate about my conversations. So it might seem like I'm screaming and yelling, but it's just the passion. But but that's all part of knowing your audience. So if you're talking to somebody and you automatically know that in my passive aggressiveness or in my aggression when I'm speaking, it's going to turn them off. Because someone like me, when you start yelling... I shut down. Right. Okay. Right. I, yeah. right. I stop listening. I don't want to argue. I don't want to argue with you because at that point I feel threatened. I feel as if you're compromising my intelligence. Why are you yelling? Why can't we have a simple conversation? Right? Do you think that came from your childhood though? It did. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Hearing a lot of yelling. Hearing a lot of yelling. Okay. So you just, I just shut down. So to me, you're yelling at me. You're demeaning me. Why are you yelling at me? Making me feel like a child. Why are you making me feel like a child? Right. I said my dad. He he wanted us to exercise our voice growing up in the house, but it was kind of hard to exercise your voice. Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably without, where a lot of my without getting in trouble. Without getting in trouble. <laughs> because you you technically yeah. had the freedom of speech in the house, right. but you didn't have right. freedom of speech. Watch what you say in that freedom of speech. Right. You couldn't say you had to you had to bite your tongue. Right. 
And that's one thing I learned growing up is being able to communicate, having that freedom of speaking, but doing it in a style that people receive it. So depending on who you're talking depending to. on who you're talking mm-hmm. to. So even in leadership, right? So in, in corporate America, I'm in leadership. You have to learn how to communicate to each individual that is individually. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to come at, you know, uh, Esther Rebecca the same way the same I go way. on. Yes, because mm-hmm. Rebecca might be someone who is very, right, you know, receptive to speaking. But I know that you know so, uh, Camille or you know Tammy yeah. or what whomever is going to be very A lot of black petty. names. Well, no, I'm just I'm just, I was trying to think. I'm like, what name? I'm <laughs> nigga names. You came up with nigga names. Oh, black. What's up for Rebecca? Okay. Rebecca. Rebecca. I came up with Rebecca. Ashley. She oh, said, you did, Becky. Said, Becky or Becky. Monica or whomever, right? At least didn't say like Keisha, Taquisha, or some shit <laughs> like that. Ridiculous today. I was just thinking of names that came to the top of my head. Trouble starters. So yeah, you you communicate with different people based on their communication and listening styles, and that comes with getting to know people. So you know, I'm very observant so is there a time limit on like knowing somebody it all depends i mean there's some people who are very hard to read but for me i'm i am an observant person to begin with so i sit and i listen i watch when people meet me at first they're like you're so quiet that's not what i'm doing i'm observing you i'm observing your demeanor how you communicate how you listen how you talk if i want to be around you i'll fuck with you exactly right and so then i know that when it comes time for there's some you know there's some people who i don't have certain conversations with it's not worth my time right it's not worth my anger this is not on this on the scale of one to ten this is a zero you're not that right. important in right. my life not that not that you're not that important <laughs> but your your presence is more important than this conversation i want to have is it really are you going to even re- receive it you know unless it's something that's critical whatever <laughs> give me an example of a critical situation and it depends on the person um say so your best friend uh-huh Say your best friend uh-huh. fucked your bo- your ex. Okay. What's that conversation look like? So finding out. Okay, well, if she brings it to me, or do I find out? You and find then out. I find through out through Facebook. Through you stalking Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta stop yeah. Facebook. I'm just wondering My best what friend. people do. Fits. Yeah. My best friend. Wow. Um, I would just have a conversation with her. But, but here's like? the, here's the thing though. It's my ex, right? And so it depends on how it ended. And look at Mary over there. You stir, you stir in the pot. It depends on how it ended and my what kind of relationship my best friend and this ex have. Was it a one-night stand? Are they dating now? I mean, what what happened? That's a very general okay. scenario. Well, are they dating? Our, are they together? in our um, Soul Ties podcast, right. you mentioned... Nicole Murphy. Right. Uh, uh, right. So, like, <laughs> you just you just said mm-hmm. it depends on what they feelings is like. Was it a one-night stand? Mm-hmm. Should it even matter? Mm-hmm. But Nicole Murphy and Layla are not best friends. There's a difference. that They're not best okay. friends. But okay. you said she needed to do her research, though. No, no, no. But I'm saying Nicole and Layla are not best friends. What Mary's saying is my best friend, somebody who I take on as a sister. And you defended as saying... Was it a one night stand? Does it matter? It's your best friend. No, and your no, no. Ex. Yeah, but I mean, it, that depends on the level of 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 you know, <laughs> the level of interaction I'm gonna have with her, right? Um, it's your best friend. Okay, it's my best friend. It's wrong. Period. 
Right. It's wrong. So what does that conversation look like? That conversation, I mean, what happened? Like, is this something you're trying to do with this person? Are you trying to be with them? Did, was it an accident? This is my ex. I feel disrespected. She knew it was your ex. Okay, though. I feel disrespected. I feel very disrespected that you. Them it doesn't matter. That's dirty. You're, you're going after my sloppy seconds. Why he there, there's a little so shortage y'all being got, out here. Why though? he got to be your sloppy seconds? Because right. he is. How come he couldn't be your strong queen king? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At one point he was, but I mean, hypothetically speaking, he no longer is. But he's naive. So, so, do you continue to be friends with her? That's a tough one. Yeah, I mean, once you, for me, I'm very finicky when it comes to those lines being crossed. And so, once you've crossed that and you've deliberately disrespected me, because it's a deliberate disrespect, you having sex with my ex, someone who I've probably been with, let's say. Two years. I mean, y'all already got soul ties, so shit. All y'all, so you might as well. Oh, hell no. Might as well do her. Yeah, right. Ew. <laughs> Nigga, the <laughs> No, 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 no. y'all no, run no. train on him. Look away. Oh, my God. Is that possible? Oh. No. What do you mean, is that possible? If he run the train. Would it be called a train of two women do it to the man? It's what not, else would it be called? It's a train when two or men do it. Because if what, two what? men get behind, it's a choo-choo, it's a train. So women would... What do you a, mean behind? It's an order, behind right? what, though? Men, when both men take turns getting behind a woman, that's a train, right? What if two women take turns getting on top of the dick? That could be said. I thought that was just an orgy. I think it would just be a train. Just, wouldn't it be an orgy? Think, okay. I mean, they would probably call it a threesome or something. Okay. Threesome, yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. Call but now it's a train. All these it's women out here running a train. Not getting ready yeah. to run a train on Oh, her my dude. God. <laughs> for Brian, all get not, in the corner. For all not his friends, if you fuck with her ex-boyfriend, you are excommunicado. You are out of here, buddy. What has gotten into you? What is in that bottle? I don't think it's water. He's still mad at me. Shit's water. We hugged it out and everything. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, his interpretation was different. That's My right. goodness. I forgave, but I didn't forget. So strongholds, <laughs> man. It's, it's... You got a very big stronghold right now. <laughs> yeah. That's a Jeez, tough one. man. So I don't know, man. I think it can be broken, but it depends on what you practice and what you believe in. Some people go to church and... How bad you want to break them. Yeah, exactly. Sexual addiction and then also the severity of the stronghold because sexual addiction or addiction of any kind is probably a little bit more... Um, a little bit more behavioral and harder to break than some others, right? right. Um, so it just depends on the severity and the level of you wanting to break those strongholds or even awareness. There's some people who don't even awareness know. awareness is more. Yeah, awareness. Some people probably yeah. don't even know that we they should have. should have Dr. Mo back on. I agree. That's what I was getting ready to say. I was going to say we have Dr. Mo back on. And just in case anybody needs therapy, you can go to wherewestand.com. Plug. Plug. Plug for Dr. Monica. Dr. Monica is a great therapist, yeah, psychiatrist, yeah, psychologist, counselor. we should have her back counselor. on to talk a little bit about mental health. Yeah. Because it is mental health month. All of the, oh, this it month. is. Now, suicide. Su what is suicide it? prevention, yeah. Suicide but prevention we can't and breast talk cancer. talk about mental health, too. But we and breast to cancer awareness. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. We need Be to talk about those things. Suicide. And mental health. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They go hand in hand. Yeah, that's a big issue in our community. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's get her. So that's a stronghold because mental health. Is it is. It is a stronghold. Depression, anxiety, those are some things mm -hmm. that can be passed down. We can do that. Mm -hmm. Look up Dr. Moe. Because I got her number and stuff here, too. We're going to look up her number because I'm going to get that out. We're going to give a plug. Uh, where we stand. It actually is um, where we stand, GA.com for mm -hmm. Dr. Moe. Um, we'll put it. Can we put it up? Yep. Can we put that out? All right, we'll post that link, too, for everybody that on has strongholds. And you need to work your shit out. You need a therapist. We all Talk do. to somebody. We all do. That's right. Whether it be friends, somebody you trust, someone you value. Shit, start a podcast. Right. You mm -hmm. know. You uh, did that shit. Yeah. Yeah. And look at us now. We started 
Look at us now. Oh, by the way, we where are we at each now? Other and shit. Where are we? Where where can people find us now? Apple Podcast. Apple Podcast. We there. We there. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. Google Play. Yeah. On Google Play now? Yeah, we're on Google shit. Play. What about Amazon? Uh, not Amazon. Not Amazon. Okay. They haven't sent me a message about We're making it. We're making it. Yeah. So, so what, what we need you to do though, when you especially when you go to, well, when you go to all of them, we need you to follow us. So subscribe. you get notifications. Subscribe. subscribe. So you get all the notifications. Whenever we put new we drop new podcasts. Also write reviews. Um is a share. Share, share. Especially share. There's share. ratings. Yes. So yeah, on tell Apple us, on Apple Podcasts. Yes, ratings. Can, uh, yeah. You can give us stars. Stars. Okay. Yeah. Man, honestly, tell us how you feel too. Yeah. Tell us how you feel. You tell us what you want to hear about. Subscribe. Yes. Also, another thing. We're just gonna throw everything in on y'all today. Uh I don't know if y'all knew audience. I knew my people knew. I used to DJ. So as a DJ, I want to incorporate that somehow, some way in, in One Queen, Two Kings. So what I'm going to do is start a playlist on Spotify and Apple. So every month, we'll add new songs to this playlist that you can just jam That's out dope. to. Yeah, man. You know, uh, it's going to be a vibe. It's definitely going to be a vibe. It's not going to be top 40 radio hits at all. Mm-hmm. You might find one or two on there because what I'm going to do is get my co-host to give me the song that they jam into, and we're all different. Yeah. We listen. We all listen to different type of music, especially me. So we're going to start a playlist. One Queen, Two Kings playlist. Coming soon. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Follow, Play, share, feedback. Everything. All that shit. Yes. All the platforms. Yes, all yes. All right, so we're getting ready to wrap this up. Yep. All Until right. next time, One Queen, Two Kings. That's what's up. Yeah. Hey. Hey.